My man Steve Sripper. Stevie, good morning, buddy. How are you? What's happening, Sid? How are you, my friend? I'm uh, I'm doing okay. I mean, look, it's uh, these are very difficult times, and um, I'm pissed. I, I, I know you heard me yelling, so. <laughs> a movie, you and your wife, and what goes on in, in the world and in the United States and in New York City, you would say, ah, this is full of crap. This can never happen. Right. This can never happen. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, it's just horrible. And, you know, my mother was Jewish. My, my grandmother was Jewish. You know, I, I grew up, uh, I was raised Catholic, but uh, my mother's name was uh, Lorraine Bernstein. My grandmother was Sally Moskowitz, so I got wow. the Jewish side of the family. I don't know if you ever knew that. I did but, know uh, that. Yeah. In fact, these are the types of things I guess you find out if you show up. Uh, I know that uh, in October, me and Bill O'Reilly sold out the place. We had a great live show at the Paramount Theater in Huntington, Long Island. These are the types of things I guess you find out from guys like you, Michael, and Vinny when they go to your show. Well, yeah, well, we're doing Conversation with the Sopranos. You know, we've been doing the show. Uh, we toured Australia, and, and uh, you know, we just were in D.C. and Peekskill and New Haven. We're going to be in Long Island sun- this Sunday night. We've got a handful of tickets left. Meet and greets are available. Great show. I mean, we got a great comic, Joey Cola. We show clips. We show slides throughout the show. We tell behind-the-scenes funny stories. Every show is different. It's real. If you're a Soprano fan, it's a can't, uh, can't miss. Then we do a big Q&A. I mean, it really is a lot of fun. And only people uh, that were there on the show, like Michael, me, and Vinny, uh, stories that we give you a peek behind the curtain. It really is, uh, it really is uh, a good show. People love it, and uh, we love doing it. You know, just funny. last a month. Lot, a lot of laughs. No, know? of course. Well, you're a funny guy. I mean, you're a very, very funny guy. So just uh, last. Saying, it's a lot of laughs. It's a yeah. lot of fun. So if uh, come out this Sunday night, we, like I said, it's a handful of tickets left. We're happy to be on Long Island. We haven't been there in about a year and a half. And let's uh, so, you know, Michael's starting Broadway soon. So we had to uh, postpone a few shows. Michael's yeah. going to star on Broadway coming yeah. up with uh, yeah. Jeremy Strong. I think it's called uh, Enemy of the People, the play. So uh, he's got that going. I started Blue Bloods last week. Nice. Was, uh, we just went back to work, so it's our last season. Uh, you know, we're looking forward to that. And you know, I worked yesterday, and uh, I know you're riled up. You're not. You, 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 I understand why. I understand why. You got to take it easy. So <laughs> you, don't, you don't have much hair left. Come on. Now. You're right. You can't lose whatever strands you no, got right. going on. You're right. You're right. So, so, so we know for a fact already, right, that this is it for Blue Bloods. That's it. This is it. Well, that's what they announced. You're right. They announced this is season 14 is going to be it. You know, we were supposed to start July 19th, and the whole strike we started last week. And uh, I worked last night in Greenpoint with uh, Donnie Wahlberg. We Unbelievable. We had a nice scene in the bar together. And, uh, you know, I work again tomorrow. And, uh, you know, it's a great show. People love it. It's a shame it's going to end, but for whatever reason, whoever makes these decisions, who knows? But uh, that's it. It's an incredible run. So that's all you could say, you know? You know, it's funny. You talk about um, it's sad that it's going to end, and it was an incredible run, and that is true with Blue Bloods. I I actually maintain, not because you're my dear friend, you're on the air right now, it's the best drama show on TV, not even close, but we all said the same thing about The Sopranos. You know that last month, just last month, David Chase... 
the guy that had you whacked, he uh, he made it to the New Jersey Hall of Fame, which, of course, should have come years and years earlier, but it did happen finally last month. But if I would have said to you, Steve, I ask you this all the time, I know, but it's obligatory. If I would have said to you 20-something years ago that Sopranos would be long over, some of your best friends and castmates tragically would be gone, people like Jimmy and Tony, and you would still be doing live shows about that show and selling out theaters all across the country, you would have said I was nuts. Yeah, it's, it's, it really is amazing because there's a whole new group of kids watching it, you know, because of streaming, Sid. So you got all these kids in their late teens, early 20s. They, you know, the show is half older people, half younger people. It's amazing. I mean, and like you said, theaters. Uh, we did 1,400 people in New Haven. There's going to be, you know, 1,100 people uh, at the Paramount. You know, uh, we got a show coming up in Montclair. It's already sold out. It, it's amazing. You know, it's amazing how this show has stuck around, probably going to stick around 50 years from now when we're all long gone, and uh, it'll still be, you know, on the air. People will still be watching it and loving it. I mean, it holds up. It, it is amazing. I would have never thought any of this. And nor did David Chase, you know. I mean, I've talked to David. We had him on the podcast three times. I mean, he had no, he didn't know, you know, when they were doing this, especially when you're making it. You know, you're so close to it. You didn't realize it. Now you step back and go, look at this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's quite amazing. People love it all over the world. No, I know. know. It's, it's, it's amazing. And, and, and some of these guys came to the show with uh, with some stuff on their resume, no doubt about it. But, I mean, Steve, you look at a guy like Van Zant, who's coming on tomorrow, for example. This guy was a rock and roll guy. He's playing for the E Street Band with Bruce Springsteen. He's got music stations, you know, the, the, the garage on, on Sirius XM. Next thing you know, he's playing a consigliere. And, by the way, he was great. The oh, fact, he was great. Right? You know, when we watched it again for the uh, – he was one of my favorite characters on the show. Uh, you know, he, he, he was great. He did a great job. He was a great character. He had common sense. He was smart. He played it perfect. Stevie was great when we went back to, cause I didn't watch the show for years. And then when we did the podcast, each one, you had to watch it like three times. He was my favorite character. And of course, the great Tony Sirico, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, he, yeah. he was, uh, he's an iconic character in, in the realm of like Kramer. And the great TV characters, that's, that was Paulie Wong. I agree you know? with you. And uh, certainly I loved him personally, as you did. You know, I know for a fact, because uh, I've actually been offered, believe it or not, uh, not officially yet, but to uh, be in a movie, uh, Nick Vallelonga, who's won a couple of Academy Awards, is making this movie called That's Amore with John Travolta, Christopher Walken, and uh, Dre DiMatteo is going to be in the movie too. And I, I know for a fact that when Van Zandt had to kill her, and he actually called her the C-word right before he did. He was really uncomfortable with that. Isn't that true? Yeah, well, of course. I mean, it was a tough thing. I mean, it was one that was very sad. He had to get rough. Stevie's not that kind of guy. You no. know, you got to do stuff on camera. And uh, it was good for everybody that you didn't see it. It was done perfectly that you didn't see him killing her. Right, that's you know? true. Right, she walked away. That would have been really gruesome. Right. And people, that was disturbing. It was disturbing. It was a lot of disturbing stuff. You know, Michael talks about when they had the fight and he hit. He had to hit uh, Adriana and stuff. It's very, very uncomfortable. And, and, you know, when you have to step out of what you really like, you know. And Stevie's not that killer. You saw him. It was perfect, perfectly done. She was crawling in the woods. Uh, 
you know. It was brutal. But, you know, we did twice this morning leading up to this amazing appearance play a scene from The Sopranos with you, and uh, nobody died. It was uh, you and uh, Jimmy, Tony uh, Soprano, sitting there eating, and it turns out to be uh, one of the most iconic scenes. There are so many iconic scenes, but this one really fantastic. When you're going on and on about the Middle East, and at this time, what's more perfect than that? This is 20-plus years ago about the Middle East, and you talked about how the hunchback of Notre Dame predicted all of this, and, of course, he had to correct you and say that was Nostradamus. That was a great scene. You go back and watch some of those funnier scenes with you and Jimmy or Ada or the rest of those characters? No, I don't. I mean, I only watch the show for the podcast. I can't sit. I can't stand to watch myself. I really? can't stand the sound of my voice. <laughs> I don't watch Blue Bloods. Really? I don't watch anything that I'm in, honestly. I, I, I honestly don't. I just can't stand it because you always see something that you go, what am I doing? What's my hand doing that for? Look what I did. You know, <laughs> so you... you that's how I am, you know. Some people, you know, love watching themselves on a loop all day. I, I'm not that guy, you know. But uh, that scene, we shot in a diner, and I'm not joking. I ate six ribeye steaks. <laughs> uh, you know, I wanted to make it look real. Stop it was it. early on. They Stop. gave me, you know, this is. It was like season three, I believe. They gave me, you know, this great scene to do with Jim. Uh, and I just kept eating the steak, you know, because usually you chew it, you spit it out, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I just kept eating the steak, so but I've got made myself sick, but uh, it was all for your entertainment, Sid, for your entertainment well, pleasure. Well, it worked. But, uh, it was in a diner, yeah, and, and it was, uh, you know, working with Jim, I mean, everything was great, you know. You know, it's just like playing ball, you know. You, you go to the level of who you're playing with, you know. When you're playing, you know, when you're in a scene with guys, they're new or, you know, not that good an actor or whatever, not concentrating, you know. And then when you're with a guy like Jim, you got to up your game, yep, you know. Yep, sure. uh, you know, yep. and, and everyone on The Sopranos and Blue Bloods. You better come prepared, man. You know, they're, they're not screwing around. You know, you, you come, I work with Bridget Moynihan or even Donnie, they're prepared. You better know your stuff. Yep. You work with Tom Selleck. You better know your stuff. You better be prepared. You better think about what you're doing. You know, you don't just, all right, maybe we'll do this, maybe we'll do that. That's not how it works, you know. 